This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast on a rainy, soggy, sappy Tuesday. What's up, dude? Uh, Jerry, we forgot to do in the warm-up show today. I forgot to do uh, fraudulent five. My fraudulent five teams. I'm gonna do that tomorrow morning. Then. That's fine. Tease that. Uh, I was just so Jerry. There's just so much content sometimes for one hour. We don't have time. Let's be honest. That's a time killer for when there's not a lot of stories. Um, I don't look at it. That's an element. I don't. That's an not element. a time killer. It's an element, Jerry. I look forward to that. I I do as well. Just like I look forward to your, you know, what is it? Hmm, I forgot it already. 80s uh, Rockers against yeah. 80s. We're back to NFL this week. That's on Thursday, right? Yeah, we did baseball last week. We're yeah, back to back the NFL. Yeah, back to NFL. All right. We do NA- 80s NHLers. Do not give me 80s NHLers <laughs> or NBA. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, it better be big names. <laughs> I'm not even sure besides Wayne Gretzky. I'd, remember, I'd know like Mike Bossy. How about Paul Coffey? I don't know why that name yeah, just popped into my head. Yeah, that name is familiar. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Be surprised. Yeah, I did. I for a little while I collected uh, hockey cards. Like I tried to, I tried to get into hockey. Wasn't there the guy on the Flames who was a common card, Lanny, and he had the weird mustache, Lanny McDonald? I don't remember him. Oh, I got to look up now. I think it was Lanny McDonald. Lanny McDonald. Yes, and I think if you saw him, you'd be like, you know what? I had that card. Right, exactly. All right, comes up Canadian hockey player. Yes, he was on the the Calgary Flames. You had his card. Do you remember when basketball cards were thin? They were like thinner cards. They don't. They no. yeah, they were weird. Like when I had basketball I never cards. Basketball yeah, cards. they they were they were not the the size of a regular baseball or football card. No kidding. It was thinner. No, I did not. I don't remember that. I guess because the players were tall, they thought they'd thin up the card <laughs> and make them. It's strange. I don't know. Today on the actual program uh, came up the you know Gio was talking about you know neighbors when you move in bringing you like a welcoming gift. Yeah. Did did would you do that if you had no. new neighbors today? No, I just had a neighbor a few years ago. I said hi. I said hi. Yeah. I wouldn't I even. Did, I did have one neighbor when we moved into this house. My last house, no one brought us anything. This house, four years ago now, um, the neighbor across the street brought over a bottle of wine. Okay. And said, I'm so-and-so. Didn't stay long. Just if you need anything, we're across the street. Welcome. That was it. What if you were alcoholics, you and your wife? Yeah, I know what you're That's saying. I do feel like a bottle of wine is not a bad gift, even if that is the case. I don't know why I feel that way. I wouldn't bring over a bottle of vodka to anybody because of that. Um, but I thought it was fine. I didn't give that much thought. Okay. But it was very nice of them. I had somebody gave me, uh, my neighbors across the hall here in Bradley Beach, they gave me a welcome mat for my in front of my door. Yes. And the neighbors upstairs gave me a uh, like a wooden sign for the wall that says relax, rewind, rejuvenate or something. Nice. Like, with a beach scene. Now, is that on the wall? It is on one of my walls. Is the mat out? It is. Well, kind of have to. I use, but right, the mat I had to. There's Although they moved. Oh. But I still have the mat. Okay. 
It's a good welcome mat. Because I like the mat, yeah. There you it's go. a good welcome mat. So thank you to Patty and uh, Jay for that welcome mat. Very nice. Jerry, yesterday I teased, uh, I don't know if it's a tease, like people are dying to hear it, but I, I, I had a situation that I wanted your advice on uh, and it's something that I uh, probably act uh, not the best. And then I, I uh, I'll give it you the, I'll give it to you. So yeah. in Bradley Beach, this is after like when coronavirus, when you were allowed to start going back out to restaurants. And it was when you could dine in. It wasn't yeah. just the outdoor dining. You could dine in. Yeah. But you had to wear a mask till you got to your table, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I went to a place in Bradley Beach that people had recommended called Del Ponte's Pizzeria. Thin crust pizza. I love Vic's pizza down there. Everybody's got their favorite, but I do Plus like... Plus you the, like Ponte's, so it's... What's it, what is it? <laughs> Ponte's? Del Ponte's? You like to smell Ponte's. 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 <laughs> All right, Del Ponte's, yes. Del Ponte's, which has been recommended, uh, all stuff, and people told me you got to go to Del Ponte's. So I said, you know what? I'd like to change it up. I'll go to Del Ponte's, give it a shot. So I went there when I was very hungry, which is very bad for me because I get very irritable when I'm hungry. Like Gina doesn't want to be around me when I'm hungry. Like I just, anything will piss me off. A little blood sugar. Mm. I probably should just drink a fruit juice or something. <laughs> You'd be fine. And I'd be fine yes. while I, so I go there to wait for it, and it was, you had to wait for a table. And there were like two, uh, it seemed like 18, 19 year old girls that were in charge of taking your name down and all this stuff. Right. So I hate waiting for a table. I could just, I'd rather go anywhere. I'd rather go anywhere if, if I have to wait. Mm-hmm. I'll go somewhere else. So she takes her name down. I see we're the only ones waiting. It's not a place that you could get reservations. You just go there, you put your name yes. in. They put my name in. So Gina and I are waiting, and this this group comes, a couple people comes up. They put their name in and go sit down. Somebody else comes up, put their name in, go sit down. So they take those two before me. And I'm like, I go, I went back up to the girl and I go, we were here before those. Yeah. People. She goes, well, you'll, you'll be next. I go, no, no, no we should have been right there. She goes, do you want a table or not? Oh. I go, no, I don't. I don't like her attitude. I was hungry. Yeah. So I took to Instagram, Jerry, immediately. I was oh. very angry. I went to I went down the street to Vicks, and I took a picture of the Vicks pizza, and I said, Vicks is much better than Del Ponte's. Del Ponte's doesn't even know how to seat you properly. Oh, my. Yeah. To which whoever runs the Del Ponte's uh, Instagram went back at me and went, this is what you're doing to a local business during the pandemic? And I was like, that's right. You guys can't even figure out. Went back and forth. And I vowed never to go to Del Ponte's Pizza. People would reach out to me and go, have you tried Del Ponte's? I go, I would write back, not going. They don't know how to even seat people. Right. So Del Ponte's also owns in the same building, Jerry. They have a bakery in town, which is the best. And they have a uh, a gelato creamery. Wow, this, this Del Ponte's is killing it. Killing it. Yeah. So I never, I never, I decided I was not going to hold a grudge to the bakery and the uh, uh, gelato because I, I love those items. <laughs> and pizza I could go get anywhere. Right. So um, the other day, Gina wanted a, a, a coffee when they make in this creamery. They make real, she loves the coffee. They mm-hmm. get to see this really cool coffee machine. Right. So Gina goes in there and she's very chatty. She talks to everybody and she's talking to the young guy where the guy looks like he's 30. 
She goes, I got to tell you, she goes, you have the best coffee in the area. Thank you very much. We got this machine. Gina says, oh, and this uh, gelato, you make that yourself or? Uh, yeah. You get it from somewhere. He goes, no. I, you know, he said, when I was a, a teenager, my father hired a gelato guy from Italy to come over to teach us how to make gelato. And now I make gelato. He had like a great story about the business. Right. About now he owns with his parents the gelato, the pizza place, the bakery. And it was just a great business, family business story. Yeah. And I'm making good eye contact. The guy's very engaging, young guy, busting his ass, like all stuff. I don't know if he's looking at me going, this is that punk. <laughs> or not. Maybe right. not. Didn't seem to be a sports radio listener. Right. Um, and, But, like, Gina really liked the guy, very engaging. Like, now I want to make amends. How? I want to go, I want to have, I want to go to the pizza also. Do I reach out on the same Instagram where we battled and say, I think I met you? Is that post gone? Yeah, it was only, uh, yeah, it was, it was like an Instagram story. So it was only up for like a day and, and then that it disappears. Was it. Right. But they're he not, and I went back and forth a couple of times. They're not going to remember. But I'm afraid if I go to the pizza place, they'd be like, <laughs> this, this, there's going to be a picture of oh, you. Oh, really? This jackass. <laughs> this bald jerk. <laughs> Like I feel like, should I reach out? This is like this is like the soup Nazi. It's a similar curb your enthusiasm is. type thing. It's like you you want the pizza so bad, but you feel like they they might not want to give you the pizza, and they don't want your business. You it's jerk. not even that I want the pizza so bad. It's that I I I liked the guy and what his how his family put it all. Uh, they're all they, in this one in this one building, and it's been a staple they of just post a really good unprovoked Instagram story about what a cool family business story they have. And this is a real success story. Or do I do post like when next time I go in for the coffee or the, the gelato post from in there and say best coffee in town. Yeah. Do something like that. I would. And you know what? I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't think too much of it. I think post something really nice. Yeah. That be that. And then if they're going to be at that point, if they're going to be, you know, angry about you. Because I was ready to go to war with the Del Pontes, Jerry, <laughs> of Bradley Beach. But I did kind of like. War, you're not going to win. <laughs> not at all. Probably By the not. way, I did like that the guy went back at me. Yeah. On a, on a business restaurant account. Calling me back out. Was, I like that. Right. I don't know. But I also think there's no way they would let just some rando in there run their social I media. I think so. Like I it wasn't some so. teenager working in there. I'm sure it was the guy. Yeah. It was probably the guy I was talking to. Maybe. Maybe, but he also made good with Gina, and he was looking at you and not looking with crazy eyes. But he was looking at me like, do I know this guy from somewhere? Maybe. It was also over how long ago? A year and a half ago? A year ago? A year ago, at least, probably, Jerry. You know what? They probably get so many posts. So many positive posts. Though. Yeah, I would. Right. That was a negative one. Uh, I would post a nice positive one. So you think I could just show up to Del Ponte's yes. Pizza, ask to be seated, and act like? Yes. Especially unless they save the post, right? And screenshotted it, and, and it's like in the back somewhere. Like, look at this jerk during the <laughs> pandemic when all businesses were dying. This jerk attacked us for not seating him properly. Yeah, that's what I would. Yeah, that's what I would do. But they make all this gelato 
by them. Like they don't order it and get it shipped to them. Like sure. they get the ingredients and make the gelato. Isn't that awesome? That's yeah. what you want. That is what I want. That's Absolutely. what I'm saying. But I, don't, but I don't think most places that make gelato, soft serve ice cream, like things like that. You think they they're making it? Yeah. Did they get an Italian guy to come over? I don't know about that. Because Gina actually has said this. You know, Gina has this fascination with Italy. Yeah. She has said to me, you know, there's a gelato school in Italy where you go there and learn how to make gelato. I'd be interested in doing that and then opening a gelato shop. Well, she's all over the map, huh? She is all over the My map. My Lord. She wants to do all these businesses. She better hurry up. Yeah. No offense, but none of us are getting younger. Right. That's what she's saying. Like, let's go. Let's yeah. get, learn gelato. How long is the school? I don't know. Is you moving to Italy for I think them? you got to go to Italy and really learn the business. Well, sure, but it could be a six-week trade class. And she actually said this to the guy. She goes, you know, I wanted to go to gelato school and then open a gelato place, but you've kind of killed that dream for me now. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he's in town with so the fresh to, gelato. She's in Spring Lake. Yeah. What a difference. She's in her own town. Right. Nothing wrong with that. He's doing the combo. He's doing the coffee that I want to do, and oh, he's doing brilliant. the the gelato. Yeah. And then next door they got a bakery. And I want and the next pizza. door they got the pizza place. Right. That sounds like something for me and you, man. Yeah. Jeez. That'd be perfect. We got to get in. good with the bakery. Okay. Gene is good with the gelato. You want the coffee, and I want to do the pizza. Like, what are we doing? We must join up with the Del Pontes, Jerry, <laughs> or take them down as our mortal enemies. <laughs> then you won't be allowed in. Because I would love to try that. Thin, I love thin crust pizza. You like thin crust, regular, or deep dish? I do not like deep dish. When you used to go to yeah. Pizza Hut as yeah. a kid, did you used to get the deep dish? Did love that. Yeah, me too. Pizza Hut was different. <laughs> pizza Hut's not like Uno pizza to me. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't care for that. I haven't had that in a very long time. It's very, I mean, it's just so incredibly heavy and it's too much. Pizza Hut I liked. I did. And there's no Pizza Huts around us anymore, so you don't have to worry about getting it. I used right. a salad bar and a little personal pie. Right now, you Tremendous. can get, like, if you go to a game or something, they have, like, the pe- personal pieces. Sure. But that looks like it's going to give me diarrhea. And at, it might. at a game, I can't. I can't risk that. So did the Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Right, but I'm saying, like, at a game, I'll go for a pretzel, which I know sure. is safe. very safe. That's what I do when I get on a plane. Yeah. Right? You got to be careful when you yes, get on a plane, go to a ballpark, go to a concert. You're I'm amazed something. when I see people get on a plane with pepperoni pizza or cheeseburgers from an airport restaurant. Are you out of your mind? Right. How about the one that people get, like... Nine sticks of bacon. Oh my god! <laughs> I know, like you are really rolling the dice here. My my go to is a pretzel or a bagel. Yes, bland. Absolutely, that is it. Or and even water. A, right. Yep. Or even like a bag of pretzels. That's fine. Like any something that is like dry and it's gonna not upset your stomach. <laughs> yes. That's one thing I've never had to do in my entire life is poop on an airplane. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. And and think of how much I fly now with Rutgers. Right. I've never had that. I've never had that issue. Thank God. Knock on wood, because I don't want to have to deal with that. Imagine, right. imagine saying excuse me to all the players and then coming out of the bathroom with that waff of oh. smell. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, man, Jerry. I have not had that issue. Broadcasting guy. Oh, my gosh. And who Disgusting. is this clown? Yes. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> oh, hi, hey, guys. Don't go in there. After <laughs> a loss. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. Coming back from Michigan State where it's snowy, cold, and miserable. A loss, and then you interrupt their sleep to take a dump. When does that Rutgers season start? Uh, in two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, which is crazy. I think two weeks from tonight, I think. Uh, no, maybe not. It's the 10th, whenever the 10th is. So two weeks. Who's the biggest basketball school they play? Rutgers? 
Yeah. They play Seton Hall. They play Clemson. They play Michigan. They play Iowa, Indiana, Michigan State, Maryland, Nebraska. Big teams. <laughs> yeah. It's the Big Ten. They're not playing Kane University. Uh, no. No, 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 no. They play DePaul on the road. I'm trying to think who else. I heard DePaul has a great communications uh, department. They? Yeah. Like really nice facilities. I That's don't know cool. where I heard that from. That's neat. DePaul and then uh, Montclair in uh, New Jersey. Like oh, if yeah. you're a, a student listening to this. Yes, and you wanna... internships are out, so go better get a good education. Yeah, Montclair has got like the best equipment. How about that? Like, all new stuff. Like, they have got some huge grant something That's a couple great. years ago. They have really good stuff. That is cool. Yeah, I'm out of that game. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> what, going to school? Having the school. Having a school. <laughs> Why don't you and I become instructors? I, I would, I mean... We go teach uh, students something. No one's, first of all, no one's asked. I would always contemplate that because I enjoy it. But it be the time consumed for the money. I know. They they man. do not. That's what what's weird about college. Like, like uh, parents or you pay for your own college education and it's all this money. And then you go there and they have part-time adjuncts teaching you. Yeah. That are getting paid. You know when an adjunct gets paid? I don't. I know it's not a lot. It's not a lot. It's like legitimately it's under 3000 per semester per class. So how do you make a living on that? I don't know. You got to work. You've got to, you've got to like, some of them piece it together. A couple classes. Uh, Rutgers pays more because they're Rutgers, but yeah. that's that's the only one. I think Rutgers oh. might pay five grand. But even that, I'm like... Even if you did five classes a semester, you're talking forty grand. That's a lot. Not a lot of money for a lot of work. A lot of work. A lot of work. Right. I remember. It's funny you mentioned that because Erica, who's a Rutgers graduate, she asked me through someone from Rutgers if I was interested in teaching a radio course. I said I never did it before, but I mean, and remember, mind you, they asked me. Right. So I said, yeah, I would. I would. I would consider it. So she goes, all right. This is the person who'll be waiting for your email. So great. So I emailed the guy. Be more than happy to do it. Blah blah blah. He writes back, "Great, this is what I need from you." And it was a list of like four thousand things. <laughs> I wrote back, "Thanks, I'm good." Pass. Are you out of your mind? I I'll do it, and I can I can certainly put it together. But to ask me to have it together in three days, this you know, I, I, I please get out of, out of here. No, yeah, thanks. it's weird. It's it's weird how little for a semester of work. Yeah, that's not to me that the money you're talking about was enough just for me to put it together. Right. Let alone show up every week for how many? No, no way. Not to be all bougie, what I used to say, and I don't get many, you know, appearances by any means. But there was a time where I was doing those appearances at Dodge. Yeah. On like a Saturday or something for a couple hours, I would get like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Like you're gonna give me that for a semester? Correct. Yeah. I know it's not worth of work. I know, and it's a lot of time. Yeah, a lot of time. A lot and of you're time. dealing with. Nowadays, Jerry, students are very difficult. And now Tommy's getting that money to go to the bars every Sunday. I see that. How Tommy's that? Uh, d- doing his bar appearances. And good for him. Hey, good for you. I don't know that he's getting 2500 but he's getting a lot of money. Right. I wonder what he gets. That's <laughs> Craig. I'm sure he knows. Right. <laughs> Guarantee What's... you he knows. <laughs> What's Tommy getting an appearance? <laughs> it's got to be getting a minimum 500 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would minimum. think so. Yes. I think about taking out. You're talking about taking out an afternoon on the weekend from the time with your family or your wife or whatever. It's got to be. Yeah. To do that. I wonder if anybody shows up looking for Tommy. Hey, Tommy. <laughs> I bet they do. 
I hope so. I think it's cool. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. And then tomorrow we'll be back on a Wednesday, and we'll do, what do you call it? Not much going on tonight, huh? There's not even football tonight. The Fraudulent Five. Fraudulent Five, yes. It's going to be a good list this week. My top five teams that I'm currently rooting for and potentially buying uh, gear for. Like, you know, like a hat or something. You're going to have a lot of gear at the yeah, end of the Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm looking forward to wearing my Chargers hat. Al's Fairweathered Fraudulent 5. Yeah, Fairweather Fraudulent 5. That's coming up tomorrow, Jerry. We will see you tomorrow. Sewell! What up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Brooklyn Nets. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go. It's Tuesday. It's 5.01. It is the warm-up show till 6 o'clock. Good morning, the Eddie Scazzeri. How we be? And, of course, across from me, his name is Al Kevin Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, on the ride in this morning, you know, if you're uh, waking up now, if you're in the car, you'll realize it's very windy and very rainy. It was pouring out. Pouring out, Jerry. I even put my windshield wipers on the fastest well, setting. I didn't have to do that. I was, I was all right. I hit that to me. Like when you hit the fastest setting on the windshield wipers, that Trouble. means you're in for some things. Yeah. And then when you put it down to the regular setting, it's like, why are these so slow? <laughs> yes, pretty much. But I was thinking about windshield wipers. Very primitive. Like they have not changed since. You see old photos of, like, the Model T Ford. Pretty much the same that's thing. That's the same thing. It's yeah. a piece of rubber sliding across your window, and that's what's stopping me from crashing my car. You know what's really cool? Rain-X. Rain-X is cool. And I don't know why I don't always put that on my windshield. It's pain in the neck. You're rubbing it in. But it's really not. Kind of. It's it's not. I know it's an extra saying. step. I know. I don't want that step. Why? I Every don't know, but 12 right. weeks? When it, when it works, it works. It works great, and that I don't do it. And when you buy brand new windshield wipers, it's the greatest. Yes. And like two weeks later, they suck. They suck. Agreed. Yes. Step your game up, windshield wipers. I always thought a really cool thing to do, and perhaps they have them, would be heated windshield wipers oh, for the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Just heated. burn that ice right. and snow right off. Yes. That'd be pretty good. Or why don't we have, you know, like on the back has the defrosters where you get the lines. Put Put that that in the windshield. I guess you could do that. Why not? Not going to impair your vision too much at all. There you go. How about we start a new windshield company? (laughs) A windshield windshield and windshield wiper company. Perfect. And we'll get Safe Flight. Safe Flight Repair. Repair, Safe Safe Flight Replace replace. to put them in for us, Jerry. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Get together. (laughs) So you better have your windshield wipers ready to go today because you're going to need them. Well, I guess the good news is a lot of people are still working from home or have the capability to do so. I still see shows working from home. A lot of people are still working from home, yes. Our whole sales staff only comes in once a week. 2021. Yeah, well. Well, it's something like that. Get back to work. People are still home. Why? I don't look at me. I'm, I'm here. Confused. I'm sitting here. I'm legitimately confused. I saw a television show on, and all the people are from home still. Correct. What? Well, may I remind you, Al, that you had to be forced back before you saw the benefits? Yeah, but force these people back. Tell them no more paychecks. 
or at least deduct them. Look how much money we spend driving in with the tolls and the gas. Think how much you saved for a year. I know. I socked that right away, Yes, Jerry. I'm sure you did. I socked it. I did Dave Ramsey style. I put that right into the mortgage. Nice. Look at Dave you. Dave Ramsey style. Look at you. I was listening to Carter Roberts yesterday, as I'm apt to do, Jerry. Every day, yes. Every day. Have it on in the background. Sometimes I pay very close attention. Other times it's just in the background. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? That's how you listen to radio. That's how radio is your friend. It's on in the background. Other times you're listening intently. You're in your car. You're listening intently. You're at home. It's in the background. You can't shush people at home because you're listening to the radio. Yes. Although sometimes I get calls and I'm like, kind of in the Who's middle. Who's Like, who wants to Gina talk calls to you? Me, oh. And I'm like, I'm kind of in the middle of a Carton and Roberts rant. Hmm. But they brought up a thing about the Giants, and uh, maybe they were maybe it was the old man callers that. Call. By the way, we don't need your age when you call in. Why would anybody give their age? They all do. All the old no. guys do. All right. I'm 77. I've been a, and then everyone claims to be like they'll be like I'm 77. I've been a Yankee fan s- s- for 77 years. No, no you, you weren't. weren't. You were born. Your mother may have put a Yankee hat on you. You were a Yankee fan starting like six. Right. When you can name some yeah, players agreed. and watch the games yourself. Maybe even seven. But old guys love to give, as Eddie and I call it, the, the sports resume. I've been a Dodger fan for 27 years. Uh, okay, no one cares. I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, all the old guys calling in yesterday. <laughs> They're all like, Mara's got to sell the team. Mara's got to sell the team. No, Woody Johnson's got to sell. Everyone's got to sell the team, Right. So it's like the Wilpons have to sell the team. That We heard that forever. Now it's like the Jets aren't going to improve until Woody Johnson sells the team. You would never do that to another business. Like he owns the team. Right, and they did go to two AFC championship games with Rex Ryan right. as the head coach. Like if I, you got to hire better people. It's like not that hard. Like if I went to a local coffee shop, Jerry, and I didn't, every time I went there, the coffee sucked. I wouldn't be like, this guy's got to sell his coffee shop. No, you'd go somewhere else. I'd go somewhere else. And when Correct. everyone started going somewhere else, he would have to sell his coffee shop. True. And if people stop going to the games, Correct. that's when you get big-time change. Right. but It's I'm always not... when you get change. Yeah. Like a bad season and the building's empty in November. Guess what happens? A lot of change. He's still not selling the team. Right. Because it's still an investment. But what does happen is the GM gets fired, the team president could get fired, the head coach gets fired, and you start over. The problem for the Jets is they continually start over. And it's like every four years. They have zero continuity. It's really amazing. And so everybody thought Joe Douglas was the guy. And maybe he will be. Who knows? They think Zach Wilson's the guy. Maybe he will be. Who knows? They thought Rob Sala was the guy. Who knows? We'll know in about three years. Right. No one's going anywhere. Only a couple games in. Right. Woody Johnson's got to sell the team. Yeah, I mean, listen, whether it was Woody Johnson, whether it was Leon Hess, they haven't won since 1969. That's the problem. And they've been close a couple of times. They were good in the 80s. They were good with Rex, as we know. But they've never gotten there. And they're not the only team. There There are several teams that haven't won a Super Bowl. Detroit Lions. Yeah. How about the Browns? Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Who else? The Houston Texans. <laughs> the Houston Texans. <laughs> and the Jaguars. <laughs> and Jaguars. the Jaguars. That's right. It's a lot of teams. So they're not alone in this fight, but at some point you would like them to get it right. Yes. And uh, what fascinates me is when you go into a season knowing it's going to be – like, let's go back, and I'm not saying Todd Bowles was a head coach by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not. But the year Todd Bowles got fired – 
they gave him no players. It was right. the running joke that the Jets have the worst roster in the NFL. Then they play like they have the worst roster in the NFL. Let's fire everybody. Well, what did you expect? It's like you go into this year with a rookie quarterback that looks like he's seven years old. You've got very little talent. You've got a rookie coach that's never done this before at this level. And we're six games in and we're ready to fire them? Yes, we are. Like, I heard calls yesterday during Carton and Roberts. I heard calls with Moose and Maggie. I've heard talk show hosts say maybe this will be one and done for Robert Sala. He's in over his head. Well, that's part of hiring a guy that's never done it before. <laughs> He's learning on the job. What did you expect? George so Alice? So weird. I don't, it, we're, we're idiots as fans, honestly. We really are. Like, I thought like we were judging the Giants more harshly because Daniel Jones had been here yes. long enough. And, right? I, yeah, and Joe Judge has been here. It was the 54 points that really soured people this weekend. Right. We were giving the Jets a pass on this whole season. I thought we were. I thought we, like, in my mind, I'm still thinking, like, the Colts when they got Peyton Manning, the Cowboys when they got Troy Aikman. I expect you to get have the record for being sacked the most times, throwing the most interceptions, yeah, and losing the most games you in a row. You expect them to go 2-15 and 15 yes. or 3-14? and 14. Agreed. I, I expect, and, and a couple of bright spots sprinkled throughout like the year. Like beating the Titans. Like beating the Titans. Titans and seeing Jerry. a glimpse of what the quarterback glimpse. might be. Correct. I agree. And at That's times, what I'm looking for. and at times they've played well defensively. Sunday was horrendous. But that's because Bill Belichick is douchey to the Jets. Well, whatever. Here's what it is. It's a loss. Whether you lose 10-9 or you lose 54-13, right. you lost the game. Move on. Now move on to the next one. And we'll remember this, Bill Belichick, when the Jets are good. When's that going to be? When he's dead? I mean, Bill Belichick has been killing them. For decades now. Other than that Mark Sanchez Rex Ryan. <laughs> You're too funny, man. He beat them down, didn't he? In their prime. You ever wonder why they never even contemplated going back to Rex? Yes. Like, he just fit here. Yes, he did. And I know I know it got stale. I know it did. I get it. But I also know the players he had weren't great either at the end. They, they should have been better. And it, it's fine. It, but you can always go back and start over. And instead, they've tried to reinvent the wheel with different coaches. Like, he's just sitting there. Yeah, I hate when we take a coach like Rex Ryan, and then he gets a broadcasting job. It's like, come on. There's so few coaches that are dynamic personalities. Yeah. He just, I don't know why he fit for me here. Yes. And I'm not a Jet fan, and I know that. But I do know that they had an identity, that they played great defense, and they had a chance to win. And he was fun, Jerry. And he was fun. He, he was. And the players like playing for him. I just remember um, Bart Scott just raving about playing for Rex. Like, guys would run through a brick wall for him. Like, man, you know, sometimes the coach can outlast the players. And you, if the players aren't working, you switch it up. I hate the whole thing. Well, you got to get rid of the coach because you can't get rid of the play. No, no, you can actually. You can turn over a roster pretty quickly in this day and age. Hell, the Nets have like eight new players on their team. And that's a basketball roster. I mean, you can, you can, in the NFL with free agency and the draft, you can start over. Rex Ryan had feet videos. He did have feet videos. He gave the finger at events. He's got a tattoo of his quarterback <laughs> on it or his You think wife. that's still there? Yes. Because I think he's got great memories of that. It's a, it's a, it's a that's tattoo fair. of his wife in a Mark Sanchez jersey. They went to two championship games. I know they did. I, I would wear that on my sleeve, literally, Jerry. I, and you should, because he's done more than any Jet head coach has in years and years and years. Yes. 
You know, Bill Parcells absolutely turned the franchise around. Other than that, you tell me who's been worth anything. How was Herm Edwards here? I don't remember. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one, too, where, and I'm not, again, not saying he was a great head coach. But I'll go back to Eric Mangini, who everyone just, you know, adopted him as the the this great coach of the future because of the first good year and the Manginius and the Sopranos and blah, 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 blah. Then they go out and they get Brett Favre. And I'll never forget it because I was covering the team that year. And the Jets, I want to say, ah, what was their record? I think they were 8-3. and three, And they beat the unbeaten Titans at the time. I think I have this right. The Titans, I believe, were... Maybe the Jets were in seven and three. Maybe they were like six and two. I want to say Tennessee was seven and zero or eight and zero or something like that. They went into Tennessee and won, and the articles and all the buzz was get Mangini and ex- extend this man. You, you've got your coach. Brett Favre then tears something in his shoulder, doesn't tell anybody, plays like dog crap the rest of the way. They wind up losing more than they win. He gets fired. It's a, really we, is amazing. And then we never hear from him again. Did he not really. Anywhere? We went to Cleveland. Oh, right. And that didn't go so well. well right? Yeah, he went to Cle- yeah, he went to Cleveland. But he place. had a bad team. That was, to me, that was very um, comparative to what Rex did by taking the first job that was offered to him. And he went to Buffalo, had a bad team, and lost and was fired in two years. I thought, Same thing with Mangini. I thought um, he would have worked in Buffalo because they're throwing people through tables. They're they're crazy out there. You know what there. you need, Al? You need good players. That would help. You know, I mean, you can be – Vince Lombardi can come back. If you give Vince Lombardi the 2021 Detroit Lions roster, who is he? Right. So why are they really good coaches, Jerry, or is it a combination? Well, it's a combination of good players and good coaching. Right. You know, I think a good I think a good roster can be a decent team. The coach elevates that roster. A bad roster is a bad roster. And you are what you are. I don't know. That Very, is interesting, right? Like it how much of it is the coach and how much of it is your players? Well, the players are the biggest part of it. I do believe that. And so I So you think, could be a screwball coach if you have like an awesome team. Was Jerry Glanville not a screwball coach? <laughs> he won a lot of games. You're asking me a man who left tickets for a dead Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah, well, he did week. do that. <laughs> <laughs> he did do that. That yeah. is true. Yeah, right. He was a nut. He was a good coach, though. I mean, they won a lot. I don't think they won a Super Bowl, but he won a lot of games as a head coach in a couple of different spots. I, you know, I just got to have the right players. You just have to have the right players, and that now that comes down to the GM making sure you got the right mix. In the mix, got to have it. In the mix, got to have it, yes. So it's a very complicated scenario. You very can, complicated. You know, not for nothing, and I'll always go back to this, the Wilpons, got to get them out, right? They went to the world. They won the pennant in 2015. <laughs> Why? Because they ended up with Cespedes, who went on a tear. Pretty much how it happens. Boomer talks about this a lot, too, about how, like, a player, so let's say an NFL player, can have a Hall of Fame career or not based on the team he's on. Absolutely. And there are a few standouts like a Larry Fitzgerald who wasn't on a lot of great teams sure. that really overperformed on his team. But for the most part, so many people... Well, I think it's notoriety too, though. You a ba- well, I think if you're on a bad team, you don't get noticed as much as if your team is really good and you're playing in prime time all the time. So if you take it... Take a team like the Lions, for instance. You're never going to see them in prime time except for Thanksgiving and maybe their one Monday night game. That's going to be it, I think, for them. So if DeAndre Swift is having a great season, unless you're in Detroit, do you really know? Or if you're a big fantasy football player, 
as opposed to seeing, you know, whoever it might be on Monday night football, Sunday night, like take anybody on the Bucks, you know. Mike Evans. We see them constantly. Gronk. Right. They're on national TV every single week, so there's more notoriety. And I think it's easier for people to at least call them out and applaud them. Like Archie Manning was a great NFL quarterback. He never won a damn thing. I remember I used to see him in the Pro Bowl. Right. It'd be like Roger Staubach and Archie Manning. You're yeah. like, Archie Manning's on those loser Saints. Right. Well, and this comes back to your conversation about if you're such a great quarterback, how you don't win every year? Because there's 52 other guys that could suck around you. You ever see some of those highlights of Archie Manning just running around, running for his life? Yeah, because his <laughs> linemen were terrible. Stop it with the offensive line. Tell Archie Manning that. <laughs> In an era where guy where quarterbacks didn't run, he was running all over the place. He, by the way, real quick before we take a break. So I and I always forget. I don't know. I forget that it's on ESPN two, and I can't run the clips anyway. But I figured, all right, let me search for the Manning cast yeah. from last night and see if there's anything good. But nothing on my feet at all. I guess it goes to show who I. So I decided I'll search Manning because I didn't know if it was gonna be Peyton or Eli. <laughs> Big mistake. Ever hear of Caleb Manning? Caleb Manning? Yeah. Who's this? He's a gay porn star. So I'm sitting at my desk looking for Marshawn Lynch, mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Peyton and Eli Manning thing. And let's just say the first thing that popped up, <laughs> not safe for work, as they say. And then all of a sudden an hour goes by and you've done no, no, no work. No, 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 no. I did that right off. I cannot have pornography on the computer right. screen. Are you nuts? He's not related to the Manning brothers. <laughs> I don't think so. I, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. And if he's he is the, good for him, I don't know. He's the lesser known Manning, Jerry. Caleb Manning. Let's just say I was. <laughs> is he a blonde fella, brunette? <laughs> I didn't look long you enough. Is he the biggest Manning? <laughs> well, yeah. is he physically in shape, Jerry? Uh, yes, he is muscular. Yes. yes, he's got the eight pack going. He does. Yeah, good for him. Well, if that's so. your job, you've got to look good. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Well, Ron Jeremy was a disgusting pig, and he, he was a slob, right? Yeah, he was a slob. Which was your favorite of his movies? <laughs> He's, he's the worst. So you actually watched enough to know. I've seen him, Jerry. I've seen him in some acclaimed films. The Hedgehog is that what Howard he's calls so him. Dis- he's just acclaimed so acclaimed films. Name his acclaimed one. films. I can't think one off the top of my head. But he was in the era where they would name them after uh, movies, like okay, popular movies. So, like, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, would that be a popular? That could be one, yeah. Like, I remember one where me and my friend uh, b- b- my friend Paul used to work at the video store. There was, during the Crocodile Dundee years, there was a movie called Crocodile Blondie. Right. <laughs> Very clever. On Golden Blonde. <laughs> On Golden Blonde, yep. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's take a break. 20 after 5, we'll come up with better movie names for you in just a moment. And we've got Boomer and Geo on a, t- a stormy Tuesday right here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
925 after 5. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Jerry. His name is Al. And hello, my name is Craig. Saturday mornings at 930. Right here on the phone. By the way, very good program. You listen to it? I do. I Most Saturday mornings, I am usually out and about that 9 o'clock hour. And I do hear not every week, but I hear most weeks. Is that right? Yes. So, very good program. How many stars would you give it out of five stars? Five being classic. One um, being... Oh, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a different type of show. I see. But... For the content and yeah. what it's providing, I mean, it's a it's a four, a four star. Like it's real. It's yeah, it's really compelling, and in some cases, really sad. Okay. Yeah, that's What's why. What's that? Thirty minutes long. Yeah, that's why I can't give it a five. Sometimes it's too it's sad. It's too sad. But it's a good pro. It really is a good program. All right. All about the downfalls, the the pitfalls of gambling. Yeah, and another thing too. What the hell happened to Rick Wolf on the weekend? Rick Wolf. Yeah. He used to do the, uh, I, know, I guess he does it earlier now. It used to be like a staple for me Sunday mornings. Yeah, I don't know. The youth sports. Now it's like too early. I don't hear it anymore. I can't imagine listening to it. You don't have kids. You're not in youth sports. You wouldn't be interested. Exactly. Just That'd like be I weird. have no interest in hearing about dogs or murders. <laughs> well, I don't know anyone who's been murdered, but I'm still interested. I'm not interested. <laughs> You're not interested in murders, Jerry? Uh, no, I'm not. Really? I'm not interested in watching those shows. They're depressing. I want to watch sports or I want to laugh. It would prepare you for when you're in New York. You won't get murdered. No, you know what I have prepares me? Getting the hell out of New York. Oh, I see. I saw yesterday someone got thrown onto the tracks again. Yeah. What are we doing? Well, I wouldn't know. I I think about like the prior to COVID, like I wouldn't do it often, but if I had to go uptown or something, I'd get on the subway. That's never happening. I will never do that again. And I stopped doing that prior to COVID, if you remember. You guys are taking the train. I took an Uber car. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just not doing it anymore. Nope, me neither. Too old for this, I agree. I don't need it. I'm with you. By the way, yesterday I watched the first episode of the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, you did? Larry David, yeah. Now, I would would say, like, the last season or so that I did watch, I kind of felt like it was becoming a parody of itself. Like, it was very predictable. This was a very good program. Really? It was very funny. I laughed many times. Hmm. I'll have to give it a try. High quality. I got time today. Yeah, the first episode is out, so check that out. Uh, yesterday, Jerry, we got the news that the Joe Flacco's coming back to the Jets. Yawn. I had no idea. I don't get this. I had no idea he was on the Eagles, but evidently the Jets had a trade to get him. And I don't understand. I don't understand. Fuck. You've got veteran. So his prime is so full. We saw it. He couldn't play when he was here. Right. He was terrible. Why wouldn't you just go get some random veteran quarterback? Like then? who? I guess that's the question. Anybody. Well, they did. They got Joe Flacco. I don't understand. No, but you tra- there, there are, you could pluck a an NFL backup quarterback off of anybody's practice squad. You're going to tell me you actually had to trade to get Joe Flacco? Yeah, big trade, Jerry. Give me a bro- And for what? Like why? Well, I think as a backup for Mike White, yeah. and he seems like a guy who's a like a coach type of player. I guess. And he knows the Jets very difficult and complicated oh, offense, on, Jerry. How do you he it's a new system. Oh. <laughs> well, there goes that idea. <laughs> Mike, come on. He's got a new system, you're telling me? I I don't know. Well, Quick Robert learner. Sala brought in his new offensive coordinator and LeFleur. I mean, what are you talking about? Maybe they called him and they're like, you know, we got a new system in here. And he was like, I see you do screen passes. I, I got it. I don't get it. Because if you weren't going to bring in the veteran quarterback to help Zach Wilson along, now we're going to do it yeah. to help Mike White along? Well, I guess just to have another breathing body that Again, has an arm. go find a practice squad quarterback that you didn't have to trade anybody for. Well, or evidently they for. have Josh Johnson on their own practice squad. Well, what's wrong with him? I don't know. 
stupid. We need a Super Bowl experienced quarterback. Oh, come on. Here. Please stop. Joe Flacco. Stop. I thought Evan was going to blow a gasket yesterday. It doesn't make sense. Because he thought he uh, – Evan thinks that Joe Flacco's coming in to start. He ain't starting. If they bring Joe Flacco in to start, someone needs their head examined over there. I, I think Mike White's starting. He has to. One of the Jet players said, Mike White, man, he's the real deal. Called him a stud or something. A stud, yeah. I forget who it was, but yes, that's yeah. exactly right. That's I Mike White over there, heard he said. Them play it many times yesterday. Yeah, so uh, Mike White it is, Jerry. I mean, who knows? Maybe Mike White's going to be one of these guys like Tom Brady comes out he of nowhere. He could be. Drew Bledsoe gets hurt. Yeah. Some unknown in Tom Brady comes in, and we've never turned back. Like a Tony Romo type. That's another one. A Tom Brady type. That's exactly a right. Favre type, Jerry. It Dak was that Prescott. A Dak Prescott. Who took care of Tony Romo. That's yeah. true. Well, yeah, that is true. Maybe maybe this is a blessing in disguise, Jerry. It could be. Could you imagine? I did see uh, Zach Wilson's mom on Instagram, and she posted the video of uh, who's the guy on the Patriots who, who sacked him? Matthew Judon? Yeah, Judon. Who, by the way, wrote a nice tweet. Someone, yes, he did. You know, saying I, I, I don't like when players get hurt, especially if I'm involved. Right. Uh, prayers to uh, Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson's mom uh, Instagrammed a picture of the sack, and she said, I do not like this picture. Okay. But she said she talked to Zach Wilson and uh, that injuries are part of the game, and this is what they've gone through their whole lives, where sometimes you get hurt, and he's going to bounce back stronger than ever, Jerry. Now is this? I, was it Ty Johnson that had the faith in Mike White? Was that who it was? Maybe. Let's yeah, see if try this it. is it. He's a stud, man. Come yeah. on now, it's Mike White. <laughs> Do you think he's goofing? I don't know. Or you think he loves Mike White? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. If I do Mike White, and I know he went to a small college, and I don't remember which one. I have him for my fantasy team now, Mike White. You do. <laughs> Yep. Because you know someone picked him up. Yeah, Jerry, I dumped uh, Patrick Mahomes, and I now have Mike White going for me. Let's see. So I go Mike White. So mm-hmm. he went to South Florida. Oh, back in my neck of the woods, Jerry. How about that? How By about the way, you know who drafted Mike White? Tennessee Titans. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh. I should have known that. So in 2017, oh, so he goes to South Florida for two years, then goes to Western Kentucky okay. for the next three. Mike White, his senior year, Threw for over 4,000 yards, had 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions, and he completed 66% of his passes. That would have been awesome if he stayed with the Cowboys and wore number 11. (laughs) (laughs) You could have had another white wearing number 11 quarterback. That would be so cool. (laughs) Yes. It's so stupid. Did you see Bill Belichick uh, drinking a Budweiser after the game, celebrating his, oh, uh, his beat, beat down, down of the, the Jets. Jets? I didn't. On WEI, they asked him if Budweiser is his beer of choice. He said uh, it's uh, whatever is available and cold. He sounds like a drunk. <laughs> Whatever's available and cold. I've done that at restaurants where I say, "What's the coldest beer you have?" Because they'll some of the bartenders know like which refrigerator is the cold one, mm. which of the drafts is cold. When you get an ice cold bottle of beer, oh, it's wonderful. You're you're big with the ice cold beer yeah, and, ice the, cold. and the burning hot coffee. Yeah, those are the two things you need. I'm right. good either way. I'm good with the even the coffee can be a little warm, and I'm fine with the beer not quite ice cold. I'm good. Not the bottle though, the one on tap. Oh, okay, if it's on tap and it, you know, that's fine. The bottle has to be ice cold. Oh, I, do I agree. love when the bottle's ice cold. I do agree. 
That is true. An ice cold Miller Lite, Jerry. That's my speed. <laughs> really? You're not a pumpkin ale guy? <laughs> I will try a pumpkin ale during the... I uh, might be by your way this weekend. Is that right? I might. Our friend Dean Butler invited me down to the Bradley Brew Project. Really? So I might, might, might. I don't, I don't know. Either Friday or Saturday. I'm not sure. Well, I won't be there Friday. It's Gina's birthday. What do you have? Big plans? Oh, yes, Jerry. Very big plans. Have you plans. done anything? I've done stuff. You have? Yeah, yesterday I was getting big some stuff together. Big surprise party? No, no surprise party. I was getting some stuff together. I'm ready to go, Jerry. All right. I'm impressed. I'm ready to roll. I would have I would have figured you forgot. No, no, no. This is a big one. I have to make sure I remember. <laughs> Eddie wants to know if you got the little blue pill ready. <laughs> Zip it, Eddie. Zip it in there. He didn't say no. The generics are not blue. <laughs> The generics are white. I'm a hotel robe guy if there's going to be sexy time. Right. Here's hoping for a hotel robe. But, Jerry, last night the Saints beat the Seahawks in a somewhat boring game, 13-10. to 10. Yes. Well, the weather was bad. and It looked like it was going to be exciting. Geno Smith threw an 84-yard touchdown pass like five minutes into the game. You know how many yards he finished with? <laughs> Not a lot. About 150. He had they, – they only had 219 yards of total yeah. offense – they got 84 of them on that on one, one play. play. Yes, I know. And he got sacked on the final drive, so New Orleans kicks the field goal to take the lead. Yeah. And the Seahawks have the ball. They got a chance to at least tie, or they can win it with a touchdown, most likely. And they go backwards 18 yards. That's not, uh, not ideal. No, 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 no. But Gino was feeling himself when he threw that 84-yard touchdown. Well, That's why early wouldn't in the you? Game, yeah. Right? You're like, this is going to go my way tonight. Weather schmether. Let's what go. Else? Yeah, well. Not so much. Yeah, not so much. He never had that DK Metcalf, Jerry. How do we get him on one of these New York teams? Well, we'll just trade Joe Flacco for him. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle, we have a an offer you cannot refuse. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Right. We know Zach we know um Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is injured and you're in desperate need of a quarterback. <laughs> Let me present to you Joe Flacco. We just want DK Metcalf. DK back. Metcalf back. You've got other receivers. You've got that Lockett fella. He could catch balls for you. I think he's hurt, didn't he? Lockett? Yeah. I don't know. I have to look at the injury report, Jerry. <laughs> I look at the injury reports on Tuesdays after the show. So I'll. Uh, let a lot you know. of, by the way, a lot of people with COVID, not a lot, but uh, around the league. Oh, uh, yeah. A good handful yesterday we the, saw. The Bears head coach, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Mm hmm. Who else? The Packers defensive coordinator, Devontae really? Adams. What? And what was interesting about Devontae Adams, apparently, was they're playing the Cardinals, I believe, Yeah, this Thursday week. night. And the line was Cardinals minus three. When the Adams information came out, it jumped to minus six and a half. R- like, that dude? goes to show how – yeah, I mean, that, they put a lot of value and stock into that, you know, Rodgers – Adams connection, but he is vaxxed, and there is an. Outside... There's a chance he could play. Yes. The problem is it's Thursday night, though, and not Sunday. Right. That's the problem. That's a. By the way, I know we do cool games on Friday. Oh, it's a cool game. That's a cool game. Oh, no question. Cardinals, Packers. Yeah, I agree. I wish it was uh, like a, a Sunday game, so I wouldn't be asleep when it was on. Yeah, well... so I'm gonna have to come in Friday morning and watch it. I know, which is not the same. It's just it's not, not the, the same, same. But who's right? Because you look at the score, right? And you know what happened. And you know what happened. We got to take a break. 25 in front of six. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour on a football, wet, windy, rainy Tuesday on the fan. Don't go away. All right, Jane's Addiction. It's a Tuesday, 20 in front of six. Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. We had Monday Night Football last night. Uh, we get the world. By the way, it's so weird. The World Series starts tonight. You'd never know it. Yeah, 
Braves, no Astros. No, there's Jerry none. Buzz, no buzz. World Series. No buzz. No buzz. There's no buzz. And you know what? I really do want to see Dusty Baker win. I do. Me too. And I think the Astros will win the series ultimately. And I didn't realize this. How about the fact that Brian Snitker is managing against his son, which I didn't know until I read that this morning. Is that right? His son is the co-hitting coach of the Astros. So that's kind of neat. Snitker? I didn't hear, yes. The Snitker family? Yes, not All into right. the Snitkers? I don't really know them. I'm not familiar with the Snitker You don't family. know who Brian Snitker is? I don't. He's the manager of the Braves. Buzz? God no sakes. buzz. I know who uh, Dusty Baker is because he played on the Dodgers when I was a kid in the 1980s. But hold on. In fa- yeah, I know, but in fairness. I mean, I've heard the name Snitker. You do watch the Mets, though. I do, sometimes. They play the Braves 18 or 19 freaking times right. a season. I focus on the players, Jerry. I, I focus on uh, Free- Freddie Freeman. I'm aware of him. Good. Give me another one. Come on, man. Yeah. To be able to give me another brave, come on, and don't don't do it. Don't say Dale Murphy. I'm not. That's not flying here. <laughs> Azul. <laughs> you funny. mean you mean Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, Acuna Jr. <laughs> I can legitimately go around the, the the diamond and give you Braves for the positions. I know in the you 80s. can. I know you can. Oh my God. Dansby Swanson? I've heard of him. Okay. How about this one? Travis Darno. Oh, yeah. He played for the Mets, Jerry. I'm very <laughs> familiar with him. That was actually very funny. Uh, I'm already bothered. It's enough of the story about this this kid or this guy who got the uh, Tom Brady uh, whatever, football. To me, it's not even a story. Whatever. Right. You didn't deserve he the didn't football. Catch it. You they didn't catch the him. football. It was handed to yeah. you. Now he's holding them for ransom. He's get, look at all this crap he's getting. He wants to play around the golf with Tom Brady. <laughs> if I was Tom Brady, I'd be like, you know, keep the ball. Who cares? <laughs> well, I thought they got the ball back. They did he get gave, the ball back. Right. So what? I heard they gave him a thousand bucks or something. They gave him more than that, Jerry. They gave him two signed Brady jerseys. But that's whatever. Not a big deal. Okay. A, an actual Buccaneer helmet signed. A Mike Evans signed jersey. Uh, now it's a bit. Of, now it's a bit much. Mike Evans cleats he wore that game. Season tickets for the rest of the year. Season tickets for next year. Wow, this guy's cashing in. And $1,000 at the uh, team store. Whatever. I think it's stupid. I don't know, like, what what would have happened if they didn't give him all this? Right. You know, the bigger story is Tom Brady going out to the kid that had cancer. That should be the bigger story and making that kid's day. And instead, this jackass is basically holding the team up for ransom. This guy's taking that kid's fame away. Well, I don't like it, Jerry. I would say it's probably a bigger story. Right. That is probably true. That kid got Tom Brady's gloves. I saw. That's cool. Brady handed him the gloves. And I would like to think that the that the the Bucks pro I always want to say the Patriots. That the Bucks probably gave him some more stuff other than the gloves. Yes. And just meeting Brady has got to be oh. cool and of itself. But that should be the story, not this tool bag that just a, a ball was thrown to him. I handed to him, then right, he wasn't even exactly. thrown to him. Please. Here's what I would ask for. A picture of me handing Brady the ball back. You want your credit. <laughs> That's all you want. And a quick interview. <laughs> Listen, it's his ball. It's really not my ball. Here I am handing him the ball. Because it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing Anybody to do. Anybody want to interview me about this? Yeah. <laughs> that ball, ain't, yeah. That, I mean, come on. And Brady's just going to put that ball in the basement. We'll never see it again. Or the Hall of Fame. 
Could go to the Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. It's possible. You really want to look at a regular football in the Hall of Fame from Have this you been year? to the Hall of Fame? I haven't. Like the ba- I've I've never been to Canton, but the Baseball Hall of Fame, that's all you're looking at are balls and <laughs> I mean honestly, it's what it is. Now listen, the bats from the 19 early 1900s, they're cool. I mean yes. that stuff's neat. The old jerseys they have from the 27 Yankee. All right, that's cool. Those big puffy gloves. But random balls from no. different games? Don't care. Whatever. They look the same. Yeah, it's like I told you too, very cool that Susan Waldman's microphone is in there. I guess. My one is stopping neat. and looking we at it. work a, here. That's why it's neat. Oh, it says WFAN on it? And it says Susan oh. Waldman. Yeah, yeah. But that's that actually case. very cool. But being, I think, I believe the first woman broadcaster in Major League Baseball. That's neat. And WFAN is on it. I think that's yeah. kind of cool. But all it is, it's a museum. It's like anything. If Eddie goes and looks at the dinosaurs at the Natural History Museum. I mean, but those were from a long time ago. Like, I know, I'd like to see an old All football. you're doing is looking at it. You're not doing anything with any of this stuff. Oh, that's cool. Okay, move on to the next exhibit. Can you touch it? <laughs> what are we touching exactly? Stuff in the Hall of Fame. No. You can't. Bones. Or bones, dinosaur no, bones. of course you can't. You got to stay behind the rope or behind the glass. Of course you're not touching it. Here's Ted Williams' head. Can I touch it? <laughs> that's not in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. They should get that in the Hall of Fame. It's a weird story, Jerry. Replay official in the NFL. Yeah, this is sad. Carl Madsen. 71 years old, guy worked uh, this game, the game's on the weekend. Driving home, he died, like, yeah, I know. of natural this, causes, even this, in a car accident. This reminds me of Herb Brooks. How so? Herb Brooks played, if I remember correctly, you have no idea who Herb Brooks is. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I kind of feel like I do know who Herb Brooks is. Was he a hockey dude? Yes. He was. Yes, head coach of Team USA. Okay. He, I believe, played in a charity golf event in Minnesota, in Minneapolis or Minnesota, yeah. I believe, several years ago. And I, I, he passed away on the ride home. Yeah. Very similar and very sad. Yeah, this guy worked the Titans-Chiefs game. Yeah. This guy got no retirement. Unless he was retired part, you know, and did these games on the weekends. Yeah. I. You'd never know, man. Yeah. Like that poor woman on the... On the Alec Baldwin set, you you, yes. you have no idea what you're walking into you're every never, day. I was thinking about that on my ride home the other day, just about death. Like, where do you go? What? Like, where do you, like, Tom, I, I don't know why I thought of Tom Petty. Tom right. Petty's dead. Where is he? He's gone. Gone where, though? Like, he's got to be somewhere. He's, no, no, he's gone. But when you wait, like, you're conscious right now, mm-hmm. right? You're aware of everything. Well, that's when people say that your soul goes to the next level. So Tom Petty's soul is somewhere. I will find out upon our passing. Right, but that's the thing we never know. Correct. Like where do we go? That's well and that's the whole thing with God and faith and belief. You're believing right. in something that you will never be able to prove. Like one day here you are. You're this guy, you're you're the most minor thing mm-hmm. in the world. You're worried about uh replays in the Titans Chiefs game. Then you're gone. Mhm. Where is he today? Right. It's a bird, you moron. <laughs> Is he with Tom Petty? Uh, maybe. Talking football. Maybe. Maybe you'll be, you know, you'll be back with all your past relatives and family and friends that have gone, and maybe it's a big party in the sky. Or perhaps it's nothing. That I don't know. Terrible. Like, I know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I kind of have a path to death, which <laughs> sounds horrible. No, it sounds lovely. <laughs> 
What is your path to death, Jerry? All right, come on. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know why I was th- been thinking that lately. Like, because you're 52, right? And you're seeing like I am finding a lot of friends' parents, a lot of God, even just kid, people from high school that I knew, and you're seeing a lot of people in the 40s and 50s and 60s start to pass, and all of a sudden you start to think about your own mortality, right? And it sucks. There's got to be someone who could tell us where we go. Well, didn't Howard Stern on death? Well, didn't Howard Stern do that? You told me this that he had a couple of guests that Valerie said Valerie Harper, right? So she, they were supposed to have a a code word. If she there's was an afterlife, have, prove it to me. Yeah, and she she has she ever proved it to him? No, she hasn't. Commun- <laughs> she hasn't communicated to him yet. Right, exactly. I hate to say it, but it's it sucks. But like, and we don't, and even like, you're how old, Jerry? Forty seven. So you're 47, 48 years ago. You didn't exist. Correct. So what? Where were you then? Like where were you? Nowhere, nowhere. Where's George Washington today? I mean, are you serious with this? He's long gone, Jerry. You think he's running around with wooden teeth somewhere in the sky, <laughs> looking down on President Biden? <laughs> Come on, he's gone, Jerry. He, if there's a heaven, he is regular teeth. Why? Now. <laughs> Maybe not he's not got wood. We're all just here, right? And one day we're all not. Yep. And the world's going to keep spinning. Yes, and we'll be forgotten. Right. I do think I about think that sometimes. Uh, July, like in when the calendar, <laughs> when we talk about pollution and things like yes. where all this plastic going. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to be long gone by the time we have to figure that out. Probably. But if I get if you come back as another baby, oh, here we go. Then I have to worry about come all back this as stuff. Another baby. <laughs> what? But you re- you really have nothing to do with your time, <laughs> do you? <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor. Look up Herb Brooks in Herb your Brooks. spare time next time. <laughs> well, shout out to Carl Madsen, Jerry. 71 years. I say years he, young. Very much so. Gone way too soon. I guy completely worked, agree. Guy worked right up to the very end. Let's take a break. My Lord. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap things up. If we still have a job, we'll finish to six. And then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Brought to you by Route, <laughs> Route 22 Toyota. Stop it. Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. It's Amy Lawrence talking about Dusty Baker. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. You had the Saints beat the Seahawks last night. You had the Nets win, and the Rangers lost to the Flames, Al. Aaron Rodgers said that he woke up Sunday morning with a stiff back, Jerry. Yeah. And he blames the uh, hotel bed that he sleeps on. He says it's not a, it's a nice hotel they stay in. He says he doesn't understand why, for a home game, they're sleeping in these hotel beds when they spend the good money on these quality beds at home because sleep is so important. On the biggest day, you want to wake up on your bed. Game day, Jerry. We do have an NFL MVP in the studio. Yeah, I would think it's to, for distractions, right? Well, everybody's a little bit different. Thanks for asking, guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. um, but I will say that it uh, sounds like Aaron Rodgers is creating another issue for the head coach. Another uh, problem? You know another just, problem. But just keep winning. They're winning, but he just has to have a problem. You have to, you understand what I'm saying? Could he work that into his next deal? Be like, listen, I'll come back, but I'm staying in my own place on uh, Packer game days. You I'll know, I, I, he probably could this day and also age. Seems of, fair. Of right. player empowerment, right? There's a lot of that. I'm doing whatever I want to do. Stuff, yeah. Why not? 
I'll see you at 1 o'clock uh, uh, in my uniform. And we'll go win a game. Yeah. I guess if he keeps playing the way he's playing, exactly. who could argue? And I'm telling you, he didn't sound like he's ready to leave. He was talking about Chicago. Didn't feel like his last time there in a Packer uniform. Mm. And and do you remember he's got that w- a weird kind of long hair now for him? Yes. And he said it was uh, for a Halloween costume. So w- Halloween's this week. Ooh, weekend. this week. What are you going as? I'm excited to. I, I'm not going to dress for Halloween. You're kidding. <laughs> but um, I'm curious to see what Aaron Rodgers' costume is now. With you have your sign hair. ready? <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> Don't knock. I'm going to put a beware of dog sign out. <laughs> Scare the kids away. You and Whimsy. I don't need the kids God. taking my Kit Kats, Jerry. I love my Kit Kats. <laughs> You're one little sliver for dessert. <laughs> kids, just have one sliver. <laughs> this Kit Kat's going to last you a couple days. A kid might consume more candy Sunday than you consume in a year. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices.